You're listening to the Australian Army Training and Doctrine Podcast. This is Exercise Hamill 2016. I'm Captain Sharon Maskeldare and with me is Lance Bombardier Tim Mohammed, who's with the 8th, 12th Regiment Royal Australian Artillery. Now, Tim, we're sitting in the back of a PMV, a protected mobility vehicle here. The weather outside is getting pretty wild. So how come you're here right now? Are you moving to a new position during the exercise? Uh, yes, so we're uh, just kicked off Hamel. Uh, we've started. We've completed the first stage of Hamel in uh, Old Coltana. We've now moved across the uh, to the new range uh, on the other side of the highway in New Coltana. Our gun position is currently situated in a hide, um, waiting for the rest of the brigade to cross the highway to continue on with the rest of the exercise. So you talk about a gun position for people outside of the army. What does that mean? So a gun position is just uh, a location where um, we fire our artillery rounds from. Usually it's situated of a battery, which is four guns, um, a command post and other uh, echelon elements that tie in. And what's your role as part of that? What are you actually doing on the gun line? So um, I'm a detachment commander of Bravo Gun. So I have uh, a detachment of guys underneath me and then we effectively fire the uh, M777 howitzer. And what's that like for you? What kind of an experience is it to fire one of those big guns, as, as some people might call them? Yeah, oh, it's real. It's a real rush uh, firing those big rounds. The, the noise they make, um, obviously the, the kick from the uh, percussion of the uh, gun itself. Um, but yeah, we really gets you, wakes you up in the morning. And for an exercise like this, what's the kind of objective for you? What are you hoping to get out of it? Also, these exercises are really good because obviously we can't uh, train on the uh, M777s in barracks. So it gives us a good opportunity for all all us uh, artillerymen to get out there and actually deploy the gun into different positions. Uh, we roll into hides, into gun positions, uh, hasty positions, and it really gets us time out here uh, amongst amongst all the elements and uh, gets us good exposure for future exercises and eventually um, if we were to deploy as an artillery unit. So in what way do you think an exercise like this really does prepare you to deploy? Well obviously uh, the weather's a big factor as well, like uh, it's really cold, where we're based up in Darwin it's really hot so you, you really get the, the full frontal of uh, in that sense. Um, the conditions uh, living on hard rats, sleeping in the dirt, um, firing uh, in out of different positions. It really, really gives you a good exposure to all that. And it's probably the most simulation you could get to the real thing. So what's been the biggest challenge of exercise, Hamill, for you so far? Um, I think the biggest challenge coming from Darwin is uh, obviously the weather. We've had lows of uh, minus one. So we come from the hot weather climate and come down here and it's, it's raining and cold and I think the boys have really uh, adapted well to that. It's given us good training value also, uh, recovering vehicles um, from washouts and, and bogs and it's, it's, yeah, it's really been a challenge after the weather, yeah. What is it that's different about Exercise Hamel? What is it that you're getting out of this that you haven't got out of previous exercises that you've been on? I think the, uh, the sheer scale of the exercise, obviously... Uh, being an army-wide exercise, you've, you've got uh, choppers flying overhead, you've got your tanks rolling by at night, and it really and you have a, an actual enemy picture which uh, gives you and puts you in a good perspective of um, real-life situations where you'd have to defend the gun position um, from 
uh, direct targets, not not only indirect targets. Um, gets the boys good on their IM, so their uh, infantry minor tactics, digging pits, uh, use of small arms as well. It's really good training. Because one of the things that's important with Exercise Hamill is this idea of testing people, of really challenging people. So in what way do you feel that you're being tested and challenged out here? I think uh, a lot of our moves are done uh, in the cover of darkness. Uh, so our convoys roll out in darkness. So it usually means uh, long days for the boys and then uh, also long nights. And really, it can really test you um, mentally if you're not, not mentally prepared. Uh, for the late nights. It really shows the true character of the, the boys out here. And tell us a bit about yourself. How did you come to be in the Army? I'm Torres Strait Island. I grew up on uh, Thursday Island. Um, I've always wanted to join the Army as a kid and uh, unfortunately I didn't get in straight after school. did a trade instead but completed my trade as a carpenter and then I've, I was presented an opportunity with the IPRC, uh, Indigenous Pre-Recruitment Course, by my uncle uh, who's a warrant officer in the Army completed that so I, I did that in 2012 uh, completed the course which uh, got me through my whole recruiting process then I went on to recruit training did my recruit training at uh, Kapuka and then went on to Pakapanyul to do my artillery training and I've been in artillery ever since and um, progressed up to uh, Lance Bombardier. And so you've got other people in your family that are also in the army then from the sounds of it? Uh, yes so I have um, an uncle in, uh, who's a warrant officer in the army and I have um, two cousins who are in the navy who also did uh, a similar course which is the uh, Defence Indigenous Development Program uh, also known as the DIDP. Tell us a bit more about the Indigenous Pre-Recruitment course. I mean what difference does it make for people from Indigenous backgrounds that are looking to get into the Australian Defence Force? Uh, so the course is run, uh, it's a tri-service course so I've got to experience uh, all things things that I'd be exposed to, um, a career in the ADF. So we got to travel around to different bases, uh, went to Navy base, Air Force bases, and it really gave me an opportunity to see what job role would be most suited to what I'd like to do. I chose the Army. A lot of the other Torres Strait Island men and women decide to go to the Navy, obviously being um, sea-bearing people. It was definitely a, uh, a really good learning opportunity for me um, coming from a Torres Strait background. I was able to really connect with the uh, the way the two cultures meet from the army cultures and values and the uh, Torres Strait and uh, Aboriginal cultures and values. And you chose artillery? It really lit up to me uh, all the uh, heavy weapons and um, all the light support weapons and the job role I thought really suited to me. Plus I get seasick so <laughs> couldn't really go navy. <laughs> yeah, trust me. Yeah, I, I copped it a lot as a kid. <laughs> yeah. And in terms of then how your career developed from there, what are your ambitions now? What are you hoping to do with your job in the Army as an artilleryman? I'd like to progress through the ranks uh, in artillery, eventually go back over to uh, DFR as an Indigenous um, recruiter and really spread the word about how um, the Defence Force can benefit Indigenous Australians that are looking for that pathway uh, in the ADF as a career. That's really important to you then, is it, to spread the word? Oh yeah, definitely. I think um, yeah, who who better to defend Australia than its uh, first people? Lance Bombardier, Tim Mohammed, thank you very much. This is Captain Sharon Maskeldare reporting from Exercise Hamel 2016.
This podcast is produced by the Australian Army and is copyright the Commonwealth of Australia.